Amen. Thank you, Travis. Well, I'm sure glad the Lord brought all of these new ones to us. Amen. Well, I wasn't gonna say that because they get they think I love the little ones more. And I probably do. Can I get a wait somebody lick my glasses? I can't see out of them. Father Travis. He voted for you the other night. You better be sweet. All right. Well, I was praying about what direction to go in and been praying. and um, So I'm still not sure what direction we're going in on Wednesday night. But the Lord knows, and I was talking to Him yesterday, yesterday morning, and I was like, okay, Lord, it's, it's Tuesday. Wednesday's coming. And um, it was funny, since we'd been gone, a few Wednesdays, and then Lonnie had spoke before that. I hadn't hadn't spoke on Wednesday night much, and so uh, Monday morning I got up and I started thinking about Sunday. I was I usually do that. I usually talk to the Lord on Monday morning, and and just to to get a kind of a thought of where I'm going for the next week. And so then I just begin to to um, just talk to Him about that, and and just run scriptures through my mind, and and start studying and looking stuff and doing different stuff and that I do to prepare and and um <clears throat> looking for a video so you'll have something to go home and talk about and uh that was a joke but that didn't go over either <laughs> but um but you know just start preparing and and it was funny about Monday afternoon or sometime it was like oh I got to speak Wednesday night you better you better say okay lord let's Let's put Monday, let's put Sunday morning on hold. Let's talk about Wednesday night, and I think Wednesday's coming before Sunday. So um, I'm trying to get used to this pastor stuff, um, but um, it sometimes catches me off guard. But it's um, I was yesterday when all the rain um, it was flooding everything on Monday. Um, we were at the coffee shop or the common grounds, whatever you want to call it, ministry house. I'll call it all kind of stuff. And um, we're still not sure what it's going to be, so um, we'll figure that out in days to come. But it's going to be a place where God resides and where people can be touched, whether it's over a cup of coffee or over a Coca-Cola. Um, it'll be a place where the name of Jesus will be exalted and lifted up and dedicated to Him. So um, we were up there working, and Joe come up, um, and he said, Rod, have you, have you, did you see your dam this morning? I said, Joe, this is a sanctified place. Don't be talking like that in here. You ain't in, you ain't, ain't no. He said, I said, no, what's going on? He said, on the back, back side of your dam, there's a pretty good hole that water's running through. And he said, if it's not careful, if you don't, you, you need to go look at it. He said, because, you know, it can, if it gets going, you know, that's the road you cross over to go to your house. <laughs> you won't have no road. And so I told the guys, I said, I need to run to the house. And by that time, Roy called me, and I told him what I was doing. I said, I'm headed to the house. And he said, well, I'm leaving my house. I'll stop by there, and we'll look at it. So we did, and, and um, we both thought the pipe up top was, was clogged up. But um, Joe brought his big 
pole and we put it, it went all the way to the bottom and it was just as clear as it could be. And the water was going, but it was going out and not going all the way to the end of the pipe. And what we found out is one of the pipes on the end had come loose somewhat and had um, collapsed and the water was coming out underneath the dam. And, and so we, um, we had to get some different men and different equipment in there to, to um, kind of stop the whole situation. We finally stopped the water from going through the pipe and, and um, we were doing a lot of stuff and so we spent all from 4 o'clock Monday afternoon till about 7 o'clock Monday night fooling with that and trying to get the, you know, things in place. And we had to, we had to drain our, we were, were draining our lake to where we can fix it. <clears throat> what was funny was the next day when, when we left that afternoon, it was, um, it was about that far from the dock. And we could tell it was going down. Well, after the rain Night before last, I got up this morning. I mean, yesterday morning, and uh, no, this morning, and and it was it was that high on the dock. I said, "We're losing ground. <laughs> we're not. We're pumping eight inches out, but it must be twelve inches coming in. So we were losing ground. But thankfully, the 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 the, um, the rain stopped, and and we're trying to we're gaining ground again, so we can get to our house. But there's a lot of places that water comes in and there's ditches and there's all kind of stuff that, you know, um, on, a, on a farm or whatever you want to call our place that I have to take care of. And so yesterday I started riding around and looking and just checking things because there's a creek that comes into the lake on the upper side and it'll get a lot of leaves and it'll get clogged up and the drain will get clogged up and then water starts, water's going somewhere. And so, you know, I, I worked down there and I got that cleaned out yesterday afternoon and I went up to another spot and, and in the middle of that, the Lord just began to talk to me. And that's what I want to share with you for a few minutes and then we'll go home. But I just want to give you a little, little nugget to grab a hold to tonight. As I was working in those ditches because everything was full, and I'm trying to move pine straw, and I'm trying to move limbs. It's raining, it's storming, and I'm soaking wet. My rain jacket's soaking wet. And in the middle of that long ditch, trying to get water to, that's coming off the hill to go to the front lake that's not full instead of going to my lake, because all the trash has deferred the water and it's going into my lake, the Lord just began to talk to me and said, You know, Rodney, it would have been nice to do a little preventive Maintenance. Two weeks ago when the sun was shining and it was nice, cool, it would have been good to work on those ditches then. Because now you're out here in the storm, you're out here in the stuff, trying to, but a little bit of preventive maintenance would have eliminated some of this stuff. And as I began to talk to the Lord and He began to speak to me through this little situation, you know, the thought come, what are you doing, what are we doing as individuals to get ready for the storm? Because storms are coming. Amen? Storms are coming and if your ditch is filled up with 
garbage, then the water's got to go somewhere. So what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing to prepare for when the storm comes? Young people are worshiping. Nothing wrong with it. But what are you doing to prepare for the storm? Spiritually. Okay? I'm talking about something on our land. But I want us to think about spiritually. Because in this life, you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer. So how do I get to the cheer part? How do I get to where when the storm happens, I'm not overrun by the stuff that's coming out of the ditch. First Timothy, I think it's First Timothy. It's Timothy. Let me say it that way. First or second. There ain't but two, so you can find it. But Paul told Timothy, he said, Timothy, you be ready in season and out of season. Don't be lax. Don't be lax. You need to be ready. I love the, you, you hear me quote the verse a lot, guard what's been entrusted to you. Because we've got it, we're living in a day, we're living in times that we need to pay it, we need to be ready when the storm comes. Because storms are coming. You're, you're not going to stop the storm of life. You're going to have, we live in a sin-cursed world, and there's going to be stuff that comes down the ditch. And what I need to be is spiritually sound. I need to have my, I need to have my ditch cleaned out. I don't want anything, I don't want anything that's not of the Father to be able, I don't want anything in my life that can stop some junk that needs to flow on through and go on down to the next, next lake. It needs to, it don't need to stop in my lake, Amen. Are you catching what I'm saying? Some of you looking at me with deer in the headlights. First Peter, and I want to, this scripture, and then we'll. I, 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 I love this scripture. Peter says, "Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind. Be sober, and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you." at the revelation of Jesus Christ. I love that, 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 that picture there. The picture is, uh, in, in those days, they had, they had their robes. But they had a belt. And what they would do, when they were getting ready, when they were getting ready to run, they would take their tunic, they would take it and, and gird it, that's what they'd say, they'd pull it up through the belt. And it was the, it was the process of, of girding up, okay? Of getting it to where you can move, where you can do whatever. If you need to fight, it's not going to entangle you. It's not going to do anything. It's a, you're, able, you're able to get it up and get it out of the way so you can do whatever you need to do, okay? Same picture, same picture of what I'm talking about, of cleaning out the ditch to where nothing is in the way of stopping you from getting what Jesus needs to get in your life. And the enemy's not, the enemy, there's nothing in the way that the enemy can't get caught up on and set up a household in your life. Amen? I want him to, he's going to come. 
He's just like the rain. He's going to come. But I want, I want my life to be in such a way, I want to gird up my loins, I want to be sober, I want to, be know, I want to know what's going on in my mind, so when all of that takes place, that I, I'm, I'm vigilant, I'm ready. The ditch is clean, I'm girded up, my mind's, my mind's fixed on Jesus, not fixed on anything else, but mine is fixed on thee, O God. And when the stuff comes, I'm ready. The ditch is clean. It's just going to run on through. You showed up, and you can just keep right on going. Because you ain't got time to stay here. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Yeah. So where are you? No condemnation. Okay? No condemnation. But what does your ditch look like? Have you been putting off? I'll, I'll, I'll do that later spiritually. I'll, I'll get to it. You know, it kind of goes back to, like I shared with you at the very beginning, that, this, that I'm encouraging you because He's called some to be pastors, some to be teachers, some to be, you know, the five-fold ministry. And I've talked to you about that this ain't a one-monkey circus. Okay? And it goes back to when the storm hits and you can't get the pastor. Let me call Brother Rodney because he can come clean out my ditch. I may not can get there. If the road's washed out, I can't get to your ditch. And if I can't get to your ditch, you're going to have to use your own hand. As Dr. Hill said. Precious black lady called him three times. Are you going to come pray for me? I'm coming, I'm coming. He's a young pastor like me, young. I'm coming, I'm coming. He worked, worked, worked. I'm coming, I'm coming. Three phone calls, and then he finally remembered he ain't gone and seen her, and he didn't go, and she, he called her. You've heard it. I've told you. Some of you hadn't. Travis hadn't heard it, so I'm telling it to Travis. Miss so-and-so, I'm so sorry. I got tied up at the office, but I'm on the way. No, Pastor, don't come. I used my own hand. I just used my own. I put my own hand on my heart and prayed. And God took care of it. <laughs> so, so, you know, don't look for somebody else to clean out your ditch. It's your ditch. Now, we help, don't we? It's what the body's about. I'm not saying that you own your own on this. No, we're in this all together. But I want you to be spiritually sound. I want you to gird up. I want you to be sober in your thinking. I want you to be, I want you to be ready in season and out of season. When storms come, storms don't overtake me. The water just don't run everywhere. It don't cause all kind of damage because that's what's going to happen. If I don't keep the ditches clean, it's, it caused more havoc for me yesterday than if the ditch had just been clean. And it's the same way spiritually. So I want to encourage you. Father, what do I need to do tonight? What does my ditch look like to start with? And what do I need to do to make sure that 
bitterness don't get caught here. God, what do I need to do that, because unforgiveness is, it, it's really, it, it really, it, you know, there was a log across the, the pipe. And it's really causing some backup in my life. So, Father, what do I need to do in my ditch about this unforgiveness that's trying to back up? Because I, I, don't, want it to, I don't want it to stay. Because it's going gonna, it's gonna to back up and it's going to run everywhere. I had one ditch that was running three different ways. So Father, what, what's, what's, trying to, what's trying to block the pipe and start backing up? And we're all at different spots. And we all have different stuff. And let me give you a good word. We all have... Thank you. So we're all in this together. But I want to encourage you. Do a little preventive maintenance. Do a little preventive maintenance. Spend some time with the Father. Talk to the Father. Spend some time with Him. Let Him speak to you. Let Him show you. Let Him show you some things. It's not always easy. It's not always fun. But let Him show you some stuff to where you can say, okay, I need to move that out. Because I want to be able, I, want, I don't want that to get hung up in my life. I just want it to keep going. And I want to walk in the fullness of Christ. I want to walk in the blessings of Christ. I want to walk in the good things of Christ. Yeah. I was thinking about a few minutes ago of, of the good things that God's doing. Yeah. The good things that God's doing. Susan's here tonight. That's a good thing. Her precious husband. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. The praise team coming on Wednesday night. That's a good thing. Stirred up the Spirit already. They want to do it on Sunday now. They want to mess up Wednesdays with, this, with the Spirit. I don't know what all that's about. Yes, I do too. So there's a lot of good things going on. There's a lot of good things going on. Thought about the 18 that joined. The precious babies we mentioned a minute ago. Yeah. The hope. What did he say? Till you, till you rest your hope fully upon the grace. You know, and, and, and you, you, that, man, that's a good thing. That's a good thing to be able to rest in the hope of glory, the hope of the Lord. Think about Cheryl, you know. Man. That's a good thing. No more. The promises of God are true. There's no more pain. No more suffering. No more of that junk. Yeah. A lot of good things God's doing. So I just want to challenge you. Gird up. Clean out your ditch. Present your heart to the Father. And whatever's in the way, start talking to Him about it. Lord, I want this mess out of me. I want this unforgiveness out of me. 
I want this anger out of me. I want this bitterness out of me. I want this stuff out of me, Father. I don't want anything in my way. I want, I want junk to be able to flow through, but I also want to be able to, to be a vessel of honor that you can flow through. That the peace of God can flow through. That love can flow through. That encouragement can flow through. Yeah. That's what I want. Stand together. Jody will have the baskets at the back and when you leave and if you want to give to World Hunger, you're more than welcome to do that. We give a dollar. You want to give more, that's strictly between you and the Lord. Um, <clears throat> but um, if you can do that, that's great. If not, it's okay. Not hear about the money. So, um, yep, we talked about it moving night, Sunday night, in honor of our precious sister. So Lord, we just thank You. I <clears throat> thank You for my time with You yesterday. And how you, how you just showed me, Lord. And Lord, You want to do that every day. You taught in parables to the disciples. And Lord, if we'll be mindful and if we'll be watchful, You can teach us all throughout the day. And um, Lord, I thank You for speaking to me yesterday in the middle of a storm. And Lord, You can even speak in storms. So I just thank You. I praise You. And I pray You take that Word, Father, and just implant it in our spirit. Because the enemy's always throwing stuff in our ditch and trying to get something to clog up the pipe where he can create other havocs in our life. So Father, I want to be mindful. I want to be watchful over my ditch. Because Lord, I don't want anything to clog it up. I don't want anything to come in that can can change the flow between me and you. So I bless you this night and I thank you. And I thank you that your word's not going to return void. And Lord, I want to give you praise for what you're doing. I want to thank you for those who are hungering and thirsting after you. Lord, I thank you for the text that I get that says, you know, I'm, I'm doing this and I'm doing that and, and God shared this with me on Sunday and as you was preaching, God said this. As Lonnie was preaching, God said that. As, you know, this Sunday school, God said that. Lord, what, what a, what, you're just doing an amazing thing among people. And God, I thank you for that. Keep speaking to all of us. Lord, this ain't a one monkey circus. You know that. Keep speaking to all of us. And we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.
I'm 